Shalom Aleichem. I'm Lisa Newman, and today you're listening to The Schmooze, the podcast of the Yiddish Book Center. I'm visiting with Eleanor Risa, a Brooklyn-born native Yiddish speaker whose work in theater as a director, actor, writer, and choreographer garnered her a Tony Award nomination and propelled her into the front ranks of Yiddish theater and music. Fluent in two languages, English and Yiddish, she has lived a life in the theater for over 30 years in nearly every entertainment medium and in many parts of the world. We've been delighted to welcome Eleanor Risa here at the Yiddish Book Center over the many years. She's been a huge champion of our work. Thank you, and welcome, Eleanor. Yay, aleichem shalom, yeah. So, uh, honestly, <laughs> it's rare to have a chance to have a conversation with you because whenever you're here for Yidstock or some other endeavor, um, there's never time between performances, so this is a great luxury. Well, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm so glad we were able to arrange this, so thank you. Thank you. I wondered if you can first start off, um, I'd love to know about your connection with Yiddish. Um, Yiddish was my first language, even though I was born in Brooklyn. My parents came to America, you know, they escaped, you know, well, they survived the Holocaust and then came here. And uh, they and my grandparents, uh, I had one set, spoke Yiddish. So that was the language I grew up in, but but it, uh, it, 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 it improved greatly. Um, when I started working in the theater and when I started learning songs and being in the company of real people who were educated and worked in Yiddish, and uh, they, they slapped me silly and, and uh, made my beautiful Yiddish what it is today. Did you set out to be a performance? How did it all sort of come to be? Um, I set out, it's hard to remember what setting out means exactly, because <laughs> um, I set out I set out so long ago. I set out to be, uh, in my high school yearbook, it says I wanted to be a, a math professor. Um, <laughs> and that lasted for uh, my first semester at college, um, when calculus proved to be extremely daunting to me. And then I saw a play in college, a Spanish play by Arabal, and um, I found it very moving and depressing, actually. And I thought that's what I want to do, and I started doing street theater, um, political street theater. And uh, I had I didn't know what a career was. I I I, I mean, I I didn't know there was such a thing as a career. I mean, it were job a job, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my job. I was a waitress in the Catskills, and I did, you know, I went to college at Brooklyn College, and, uh, but at at one point, I uh, started taking theater classes, and then started auditioning, and then did some off-Broadway things, and then someone offered me the national tour of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, which got me my union card and affiliated me with really fabulous professional actors and put me into this community, uh, the theater community, uh, the Amer- English-speaking theater community. And, and I didn't sing at that point, and I didn't do Yiddish work at that point. I just auditioned and acted in English. Well, yeah, I wondered when did... Yiddish find its way into all of this? 
there was there was a newspaper called Backstage where you would uh, you know see whatever auditions there were, and uh, you know a century ago there was an ad for a musical called Rebecca the Rabbi's Daughter at Town Hall, starring Mary Sirianu, and uh, I auditioned for it and got a tiny role in the chorus and um it 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 played it was a big hit you know a thousand seat theater we we played for a month and um the and then we were going to go on a national tour and the day we were going to go uh mary took ill and they were going to cancel the tour um but i had been watching her for months they had no understudies in the Yiddish theater. They didn't believe in it. Um, and I told them that I thought I could do it. And they said, okay. And then I wound up playing it on the road for about a month. And that really changed things. So was it something of a pivotal moment? It, it was It was pivotal. It, it was pivotal in that uh, it was uh, shocking to me to know that I could do that. I mean, I told them I could do that, but I didn't really know if I could do that, if I could carry a show on my back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, But, of course, on a certain level, carrying a show is easier than being a small part because everything is for you. Every laugh line is for you. Every good tune is for you. <laughs> everybody, everybody works to make you look as good as you can look. So it, 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 but it was a pivotal point, and it it, um, it changed. You know, people in the Yiddish theater started knowing who I was, and and then I started singing, um, and uh, and then you know I didn't think I could sing, and that's why I told a lot of jokes. <laughs> you know, that's why. I mean, you know, the Workman's Circle would hire me to do a festival or something, and half the program was jokes. Because I thought, you know, I'll never get by as a singer. So maybe I can make them laugh. Well, that's changed a little bit, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard you. (laughs) Thank you. It's, it's, but it's, you know, who are we? We don't know who we are. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, I didn't anyway. I mean, I didn't come from a place where I really had a sense, a good sense of myself or what I could do, you know, uh, I was extremely self-critical, so um, I didn't know. And, and now I'm singing a lot and loving it, and but I still get to tell jokes. And also, I mean, you know, again, I, I speak a little bit in the same generation that I feel like not everybody was career-directed, but also who could have imagined all that's happened with Yiddish, I mean, the embrace of it in terms of theatrical performances, music, et cetera, and, and you've certainly been such an integral part of that. Well, thank, thank you for saying so, and, um, you know, it's been a long time, and, and it, it does seem to finally be cool and hip and groovy uh, and, and, and not... I mean, when I was coming up, I remember, and I was working at Town Hall, and I did a few more shows there, and I would invite agents, you know, theatrical agents to come, and they'd say, Yiddish? No. And and still, it, you know, I mean, I still am somewhat stigmatized by Yiddish being less than, 
you know, uh, starring in Yiddish, starring starring in English. Well, starring in Yiddish is less than, and and it's it's a lousy um, thing to say, and it's a struggle to overcome that, to not want to be like everyone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't mean that in an insulting way, except to myself, really, of not quite appreciating the value and richness, and because it was not appreciated. So you know, but it's great. I love it. It's beautiful. It's shockingly gorgeous, and it's wonderful to see that it has a modern place. Mm-hmm. And it's enjoying recognition and, I think, a whole new generation in terms of an audience, um, yeah, which is yeah. really exciting. Um, I think, yeah. That they, yeah, we don't even know all that's, you know, left to be discovered and, and shared. I know that um, at Yidstock, which you'll be here again, which we're thrilled about, um, Me too. in addition to performing, you will be part of a panel discussion with, um, I guess it's Lauren Brody and Paulina Shepard, talking about, you know, sort of the Yiddish world and Jewish music scene. I wonder if you could just share some of your thoughts about what's happening these days and also bring us up to date on your latest endeavors because you've been doing a lot. <laughs> um, well, the, the the Yiddish world, music world in general is just, you know, it's like bubbling in every pot on every burner. I mean, it's just everywhere you look, there's someone new and groovy playing something newer and groovier. And, uh, you know, every race, creed, color, gender, age, um, it, it's finally like being recognized as, uh, duh, just a language that you can express yourself in. And you don't have to be Jewish and it doesn't have to sound, you know, it, it, it's all... It's 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 very exciting. Um, is that what you mean? Yeah. Um, just to, yeah, how you see it. You know, there there's all this talk about renewal, but I think the renewal of klezmer was back in the eighties, right? Um, and it's 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 really holding its own, and it seems like it's reinventing itself and providing opportunities for all sorts of performers, musicians, etc to engage and reinterpret and reimagine it. Yeah, it seems like I mean like my 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 the people I know everybody's just sort of in, you know into making music and and kind of saying yes to every opportunity whether financially lucrative or not understanding that the joy in the art is where it's at. I mean Yes, you know, and and go would be great, and 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 is great, and it's too bad there's not more of it for people who are sort of working their tuchuses off. But but everybody seems to just be in a groove to make music and make art. It's it, it it's very exciting. Plus, I guess social media makes it possible for people to do it by themselves, mm-hmm. which is also the curse of it, which is you have to do everything, you know, <laughs> right. now you can do it, but you have to do it. And so it's, but, but, uh, as Frank London would say, all good. Um, that's a great expression. And, um, the other question I had for you sort of relates to that. Um, 
which is, you know, it's, for us here at the Yiddish Book Center, Yidstock is really exciting. And to have the musicians here in residence for so many days is really fun to watch all the cross-pollination. And I just wonder for you um, how that is sort of behind the scenes and to get together almost on a yearly basis. It's like going back to camp or something. Um, it's, it's enormously pleasurable to be with my colleagues and to exchange uh, music and, and, uh, and, and create with them and see what they're doing. And, um, you know, Seth Rugavoy is, has been such a fabulous curator and supporter of this, uh, of this medium and of these artists. It, it, it's, it, the best part, I would say, in a way, that it feels so homey. Um, it, it feels just like going home and um, and being welcome, and, and in a way, anything goes. And, and Seth, you know, for me, is like, okay, Eleanor, do something new. What have you got? You know, yeah, you did that last year. Let's do something this year. Dig into your kind of soul bag and, and pull something out, make something else. So he really provided me this year and, and all the time with an opportunity to create and recreate new, you know. So, so that's, that's a gas. And, um, and just to say what this, this past year is, do I have time? Yes, because I also, you've been directing, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I have been directing like for the past 20, mm-hmm. 30-ish years too, but that my career kind of goes hither and yon, you know, sometimes I'm acting more, sometimes I'm singing more. I'm currently working on um, an opera in Yiddish uh, with this composer, Judd Greenstein, based on Isaac Besheva Singer's story, Taibala and Her Demon. So that's, ha- you know, so that's wow. somewhat major and interesting. And um, in, I, I'm publishing my plays, uh, they're in English. Um, called the last survivor and other modern Jewish plays. So that's that's kind of you know in a way it's my August my Jewish homage to August Wilson um, of what it's like perhaps the past sixty years as uh, an Amer a Jewish American with the ripples of the Holocaust and. So, so that's being published. By the time I get up to Woodstock, that will be for sale um, and done, you know, which has really <laughs> been so hard. And my website that, you know, and I, I've been working with Frank London and the Klezmer Brass All-Stars, and we just um, will have a new CD uh, called uh, Vilda Machaya, which means wild ecstasy, and we're going to be at Joe's Pub the 20th of June at 9.30, so that's exciting. And the band that I'm working with at Yidstock... I was going to ask you about um, the trio, the Eleanor Risa trio. The trio, yeah. the Eleanor Risa trio is really exciting. It's really different, because I've been working mostly with Frank, and that's been all brass. So that's brass, uh, and this is piano and guitar, so, it, whereas with Frank, it's like great dance music and bang, bang, bang. This is, uh, it's much jazzier, it's much moodier, it's much more lyric, 
live in a way, and it's it's also in outer space a little bit. So it's very different. You know, it's like uh, Django Reinhardt meets uh, Jimi Hendrix <laughs> and Chick Corea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's it, wow. it's really yeah. It's really it's like. It's very, very fun, very exciting. I'm directing this reading of Guts Been to Come a God of Vengeance um, that's been getting a lot of press, and that's the 25th and 26th of June. Right, I read about that, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I've been in Israel bunches mm-hmm. working with Yiddish Spiel, directing for them and adapting. I adapted Yidl Mitten Fiedel as a movie mm-hmm. and turned it into a... Uh, a musical theater piece. So there's a lot, you know, all of a sudden there's a lot. It's a little, it's, life is so interesting. I, I, yeah. Um, I'm following you a bit, um, as I do. I am reading what you're up to. It's anything but boring, and it is so exciting to see that you're in all of these sort of different situations um making great art well thanks you know my my, you know it's a little like looking at my email you know it's it's a little daunting and and i don't have the greatest organizational skills and i you know if your listeners anybody wants to be an assistant you know i I sure could use this one (laughs) but it's it's great it's great it is. It's a, it's a funny life how it, you know. Who could have imagined? Yes, yes, really. Who could have imagined? And and I know that, you know, there's this next section of life coming up and, you know, hmm, wonder what that's going to be and how that will sort of shape up. And it, it's not what I thought it was going to be. And it's not, you know, I had hoped for a kind of more normal career, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. sort of. You know, yeah, Broadway and this, and but if if I really think about it, and I think, really, would you want to do the same show seven days, you know, six days a week? You know, you know, I mean, it, it has enormous prestige and all that, but in terms of creativity, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not necessarily a be all and end all, and and I. I'm just saying, you know, I had felt like such a failure on a certain level that my career didn't take that turn. Isn't that funny? Well, in a way, I think it's safe to say we're really glad it didn't. <laughs> yeah, and me too. And me too. Uh, very grateful. So we're so looking forward to having you here. Um, and a reminder that Eleanor Risa Trio is performing at Yidstock on Friday, July 15th. There are... A few tickets left, and I caution anybody who's listening because things are selling out quickly. And you'll also be giving a panel discussion and joining some of the other concerts on stage. And for our listeners who want to uh, stay abreast of everything that you're doing out there, you have a Facebook page? I do have an Eleanor Risa Entertainer page. Okay. Uh, which is, I also have a website, but it's eleanorrisa.com, but it's harder to keep that. Um, current. The Facebook, the Entertainer Facebook page tries to be pretty spot on. Great. And I know we've been uh, sort of checking in with it here to follow you. And again, let's just say it's Eleanor Risa um, Entertainer. 
yes. on, on Facebook. Yes. Great. Um, and we look forward to welcoming you in Me too. a little over a month. Thanks for stopping long enough to talk with us because I know you're busy. And all the best. Thanks for your thoughtfulness, and I look forward to seeing you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. You've been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Sarah Blakefeld. Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon.